Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To episode 252. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Yeah. Willie can't confirm. I can confirm. Joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie Smalls in the house. We're on Facebook Live today. We're on Facebook Live. Shout out to Zuckerberg making this happen. So we're live on the we're live on the site. We're live on Facebook. Of course, we're live in right in here. We're live in here currently in this space. So if you happen to be in Austin, Texas, you can come and sit next to Nomad. Actually, we should put stands like a little bleacher section. Just fans. We should. It's like you know in the Carver restaurant room there that they have little bleachers where fans can come watch. Yeah. Have that in here. We got nothing to hide. No. Plus, we, we would clown you. We would have a camera pointed at you, clown you once in a while. Or let them clown Nomad. Or let them clown. You can't clown us because we're big time. You can clown Nomad, though, because he's easy pickings. Slim. Slim and easy pickings. Look at him. Look how cute he is. If he played the banjo, they'd call him Slim Pickens. Anyways. <sighs> I think there is someone actually called that a musician. Okay. Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. This was one of the stories I really regret not telling on radio right after Vegas. because One was of a, the first times, and probably the only time we'll lead FRL with Billy Baldwin. But today's a good day to lead with Billy Baldwin really because um, Matt Dernland, the Binghamton then head coach, was the head coach as of two days ago, has resigned. They will have a national search. Um, Jason Borshoff is now the head coach there for just kind of been named, I guess, interim. But they're going to try to find uh, – Another Isn't that Kyle? Coach. I thought Kyle. Kyle, I'm sorry. Who's Jason? His brother. Okay, yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Excuse me. I got my Borshoffs confused. But, yeah, Kyle Borshoff, new head coach. So, anyways, Billy Baldwin, big Binghamton big. wrestling guy. So, Spay, before Vegas, you know, you get the pre-seeds or whatever, and if just like the way we do NCAA rankings, you plug this, the, the seeds into the – NCAA scoring rubric, and it spits out a score, what their projected score is. And based on the pre-seeds that, you know, CKLV did, Binghamton was supposed to score like five points, right? Okay, mm-hmm. which that's like, that's not an, there's no opinion in, injected into this. No, it's just literally purely the, based on math. It's just, it's just, it, all it was was math. So Billy Baldwin, <laughs> not a big math guy. Not that he's not a big math guy, but I don't think he understood the article. He's like, he hits up Spay. Uh, at like he runs up on him. He, somehow, he, 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 you got to set the standard a little better. Like Spay's doing work, and was, some guy's trying to talk no, to he him. He was getting ready to call semifinals. Yeah. Okay. Like, getting ready to call a match. So and this is day prior, two. Prior to this, he was hitting up our production guys looking for who wrote the article. Oh. Because <laughs> I, I was wondering, how did he happen upon Spay? How did he? Know he was Spay on the warpath. Yeah. So <laughs> this Billy Baldwin needed answers. He needed answers. So he comes up to Spay, and it would be better if, if Andrew were here, but he's like, hey, you did this article. It says they're only get four, and we got 26 points. We can get five. And Spay's like, well, yeah, that's like the 
That's like you know. That's just based off preseeds, Billy. The preseeds. There's no like opinion. He's like, he's like, no, but no, good. They're having a good tournament. He's like, well, what are we gonna? Billy's like, what are we gonna do about it? He's like, I, I don't know. It's like, nothing really you can do. It's what like, are we gonna do about it? I mean, I don't know. Billy wanted answers. He, he wanted a retraction, maybe. He, he wanted heads to roll. He did. Uh, honestly, no heads are gonna roll um, because that's just it was just a resource article, basically. For the first ninety-five percent, though, of the whole exchange, he didn't know it was Billy Baldwin. Like he was just After looking at his didn't? computer. No, okay. He was so just looking at his computer, like getting ready, like doing his thing. And then looked up, I was like, oh, it's Billy Baldwin. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I saw Spay having the conversation. So when it was over, I went up to him and was like, what was that about? And he's like, hey, which Baldwin was that? <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was a Baldwin. He didn't know which one. Uh, not Alec. So <laughs> the, yeah, so that's a pretty funny story. Um, I don't know where to go with it from there. Well, where to go with it is Binghamton needs a head coach. Binghamton needs a head Maybe coach. Maybe it can be Billy Baldwin. Kyle yeah. had a pretty good theory. Let's get him on as like a... CEO, you know, fundraiser type head coach. Wow. And then, you know, he just gets all the money in the program from his Hollywood friends. Call it, Kyle used the word splash hire. Splash hire, exactly. You know, you're, making Hollywood, head, you're making headlines. With those that Hollywood hire. elites love to have a cause to throw their money to. They feel better. A lot of them, it would be a nice little pivot. A lot of them is like African hunger and things like that. Yeah. If you pivot towards a wrestling team in, yeah. in uh, upstate New York, that is the ultimate, like, ooh. So it's a game changer potentially. You can so make Hollywood just wrestling aficionados now. Let's do it. It could be. Let's do it. Let's I do it. So uh, Mario Lopez be involved. I oh, think Mario Lopez would be. See, that's, that's my first phone call. If I'm all Billy of, Baldwin. All of Bayside. Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's get no, Zach Morris. I'm getting Mario on staff as strength and conditioning coach. That guy's. He's like 45. Hey, he's still do you jacked. Think he, does he still have permed hair? No. 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 no? He's. He left that in the at base. Why would you? Why would you not do that? So good hair. He has good hair. He's had good hair. Didn't he have a jersey throughout? All right. So, so yeah, the new staff. So what we've concluded is the new staff at Binghamton includes Lisa Turtle. <laughs> well, no, director of ops. <laughs> All right. Director Zach of Morris ops. Lisa Turtle. Lead Jesse Spano yeah. is academic advisor. Mm-hmm. Remember, Jesse was really smart. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kelly if- Kapowski, cheerleader. I don't know if Screech can be on staff, though, after his whole little... Mm. Yeah, Screech is out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Screech Dustin. is out. Sorry, Screech. You're a creep. Little known fact, Screech was the uh, Screech was the brother of Mike D from Beastie Boys. Not true. What? <laughs> that doesn't even add up no. like, age-wise. Yes, his name, Screech's name is Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Like, ha- like half-brother? Really? Beastie. I'm looking... That's... Can, can you not look it up right now well, as we're doing a show? That's a ridiculous statement, that's though. That's crazy. If it, if it's false. That's what I heard. Oh, that's what uh, you heard. I didn't make that up out of thin I air. I bet it's not. Yeah, that's like one of those. There's, you know, it's probably not true. We won't verify now, right. but I'm pretty well. Well, okay. If they are or that are they not related, does it affect Screech's status at all at Binghamton? No. no. It doesn't yeah, affect he, it. He doesn't affect a, it. No, he can't be on a college staff. All right. <laughs> Moving on. This is pretty big news. If it they are not related, big shocker, they're not related. All right, they're not related. Oh. That was an urban legend. Also, last... when I went to Google, is Dustin Diamond related? Uh, the auto search showed Neil Diamond. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I love how you're like, well, Mike D. His last name's D, and so is Diamond. So probably no. It was like <laughs> it was like a thing. Like and maybe you, it's an urban legend. I never you, researched. You probably it. thought that Marilyn Manson played that guy in Wonder Years too. <laughs> Remember that rumor? What guy? What? Oh, yeah, that weird-looking kid? Yeah, the, that was a big Nobody one. cared about one year years except for Ginny. What's her name? Winnie. Winnie Cooper. What are we talking about right now? Who could take the job at Binghamton? Oh, I have no idea. Who Um, who well, wants? I, I, think I mean, if he missed <laughs> the memo, uh, Periano. I, I, I think we're contractually obligated every time a head coaching job comes up to mention um, Casey Cunningham, Damian Hahn, Donnie Pritzloff, Donnie Pritzloff, um, wait, Brian Snyder, Brian Snyder, Snyder ain't going. Those, that's the short list right now. So that's the short list. That's that's every every time a D1 head coaching job opens up, you're contractually obligated to mention those four guys. That's, yep. that's true. That's Very true. true. Lou Roselli was one of them, and then he got he went to got, got Oklahoma. Lou was, yep, Lou was a big one. Lou was number four. We really miss having him on that list now. I know. He really <laughs> rounded out that list, gave you that freestyle thing. Who would take it? That's the thing. Is it? It's one of those. Uh, would any of those guys leave for that for that job? I, I feel like it's probably. 
a rung down. Um, the only thing that makes me th- think maybe Damien is New York is geography. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, and I don't know much about history. I don't know what he knows about geography. I don't know about the French I took. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure if he's going to be. I don't know. I don't see him. I think they got eyes on. There's let, let's face it. There's some big potential openings that seem like they could should be happening. They really were. Don't know. Oh, I do. I don't know if I want to say. You offend a lot of people. Tell people. I yeah. I offend don't, a lot of current head coaches. Well, I'll just say a lot of coaches, and I don't know, but they ask me, "What am I hearing about Maryland? What am well, I hearing about West Virginia?" I don't think it should offend anybody if you mention Maryland. Uh, I don't think Kerry should be offended because I heard, I heard for like the last three years. Yeah, Carrie's Carrie's gonna hang it up. Carrie's gonna. Now I don't know if any of it's true. Yeah, it might not be true. But by his own admission, by his own volition, right? Like, I heard Carrie just wants to be done with it. Or I don't know if it's true. Oh, but yeah. um, Maryland. Who else? West sort of, Virginia. West Virginia. Some instability there or questions. Me, yeah, to me, to me, still pretty early on in Sammy's tenure. It's not maybe trending the right way necessarily, but at the same time, it's like very. I mean, how many years Turnbull get? Well, yeah. Well, not, Turnbull got a bunch, but from like Nam to 2013. Yep. Yeah. But did they have the sun kiss money back then? I mean, when when somebody starts when somebody starts pushing a lot of money into your program, they start having a little say, you know? Yeah. Like. So I don't I don't know if those guys are on the hot seat. What about I mean it's always speculated like how long Goldman is going to go at Indiana. I heard he's going to leave, right? Bobby yeah, but you hear that, that all the time, game. right? It's last year, last year. You, you hear that a lot. No, it's like whatever. I'll believe that when I see it. But yeah, in Indiana struggling big time. Maryland you know, you you can just see Pat Santoro leaves. It's just been a steady. They had some nice years after that, but it's been it's been rough. There. Well, if if Goldman left, wouldn't the theor- theoretic theoretical I can't say that word sound like Zeb the line? Um, theoretical be that Angel just slides in like in that part of why he came back to Indiana. Sure. As a, well, Angel alum. also you know, he didn't have a job at I- Iowa State, right? Yeah, but I'm saying that's part of why he like he had. There's, you know, a there's, lot of people get sold on that coach in waiting stuff. Like Donnie was the coach in waiting at mm-hmm. Wisconsin for how long? We yeah, saw how that but, went. It's like yeah, he's gonna retire, and they just don't retire. I think Nomad. What Nomad's saying is the logical thing. Is that Angel gets it as the pieces maybe it, are maybe now it, in place? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Um, that would make sense to me. I mean, checks he checks a lot of boxes. He's an alum, he's national a, champion. He's got a lot of coaching experience now since, and he's also he's also from Indiana. From Indiana, and they do not really. Indiana has a lot of good wrestlers. Indiana has a lot of talent, and he has a very good relationship with those kids. Based on what I saw, now it's different kids, but based on what I saw at Fargo, those Indiana kids respect him. The high school kids. Yeah, so. he'd be a great, great option. Pretty logical one. I agree with that. So, so yeah, who knows who's gonna. Take that job. Who, I don't know. The it's w- really weird timing, right? <laughs> yeah, that that whole, you know, Dermlin, he got arrested at NCAA's a couple years ago for like public intox, which was a. You don't see that much from Division One head coaches. He wasn't fired then, and then they brought in Periano this year. He's out the door before before the season before starts. the season starts. Um, and now he's gone. It's that's been that was a weird tenure for Coach Dernlin. And I don't know I don't have any sources at Binghamton. I don't know what's going on there, but the fact that he left early, it's actually not that surprising. And just, they have they have talent on that team. Right. Oh, Dupre gonna be nice. Louie. Mm-hmm. The Louie. There's nine Dupre's on the roster. Well, the other two Dupre's aren't even they're not shabby either. But you know, Louie's Louis, the guy, and they have some younger guys coming in. They've recruited decently. Um, stuff to work with there. Yeah. Okay. 
Imar has turf toe? I hope not. He tweeted it's very painful. That's worrisome. Dude, Will, as that a, is amazing. As a turf toe survivor. I survived uh, turf toe. I'm a living reminder that you can beat turf toe. But turf toe is what, incredibly de- painful. Can you describe rock, that rock bottom moment with turf toe for you? Well, <clears throat> all right. So here's the problem with turf toe and wrestling. You get turf toe. It, it's on your big toe. Mm-hmm. And it's when you push off. Because the ligament, right there, or the ligament Under your on your last finger. whatever digit, digit, the last joint, and you push off, and over time, mm-hmm. that ligament gets damaged. And so, dude, can you just before you dive in, how did you possibly get it? You are, how did I get it? You know exactly when I got gout. it. Oh, wrestling me, but. It wasn't repeated. We we were wrestling for like ten minutes, and then you you were limping for the rest of the weekend. Well, I don't know. The, when I was, are your ligaments just that weak? That like four was considered like repetitive. And it's also the gout. It was gout too. No, y'all know what it was, and it was the same thing that Bojo has, right? I thought he had. I thought I thought it was a little more than turf toe with with Bo, the, but he definitely had some like major foot issues. Well, your foot swells up. Mm-hmm. Like to ridiculous proportions, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to cut it. I just wanted to cut it, and like maybe it would drain. It was the most painful thing. And actually, when I got at uh, Santoro, I was limping around, and Santoro's like, "What's wrong with you?" And he's like, "I was like, I don't know. I was wrestling. Now my foot looks like a basketball." And uh, he's like, "That's turf toe." He's like, "Where is it?" And I showed him. And he's like, "That's turf toe." He's like, "It's the worst thing in the world." Um, and I used to, I used to say like, because Deion Sanders would get it right, and, and Deion Sanders it. would be out four games with it, and I was like, turf toe. What, what is it? A hangnail? What is it? A hangnail? What a puss, right? And and can you refrain? Cat word. It's, I didn't say the why. You didn't even finish the word. I didn't the finish the word. The why is it? The why matters. <sighs> Keep going. It's not even. So. <laughs> But it's insane that Imar. First of all, it's insane that Imar has it, if and it's it. never really come up, like as a problem, really. Uh, and it's also savage that he just says he has it, like yeah. in a world where nobody wants to disclose if they have the flu. Imar's just like, yeah, I got turf toe. I don't know if Kale Sanderson will confirm that Vincenzo Joseph didn't wrestle last week in his press conference. Um, meanwhile, Imar's out here like, I got turf toe. We still don't know when we'll see Chenzo again. No. Or who's that? who else is out? Keener. Keener. Do we know what the situation is at all? No. Keener. Is Keener serious? Inj- Keener's injury? Yeah. I don't know. I thought you told me it was a thumb. Well, that's what they said. Remember when you picked you picked Keener over DeSanto? Mm-hmm. What an embarrassing moment that was for you. <laughs> they never wrestled. They I never know. Wrestled. No, what an embarrassing. Game. I don't think they're gonna wrestle. I don't think either of them will wrestle against Indiana. You don't think they need them? I just don't. <laughs> no, I also don't think they'll wrestle. Wow. If they, this is a cla- this a is a classic ca- trap game. Um, if they're not ready. No, they said it was a thumb at. Um, they said it was a thumb when he defaulted at Keystone. Mm-hmm. But you don't know, right? Was it turf thumb? Maybe it's turf thumb. Maybe he's he would mat thumb. Mat thumb. Yeah, you can't rule that out. Okay, next topic. The head coach of St. Paris Graham Falcons, Jeff Jordan. Hashtag Jordan trained. Um, so <laughs> you guys put him on the hot seat. You yeah. and Zeb, tag team, like, where y'all at? Like, where's, uh, there's someone. Do you hear this? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it at home. Going on. But somebody <laughs> has a chainsaw we in could, the office. Maybe we could... Maybe someone can go out and just ask them to please stop. Um, so, Zeb and Lobdell are asking, hey, why don't you travel anywhere? Why don't you guys um, compete outside the state of Ohio, by and large? They wrestle Blair. They have four events that they train I don't even think they're wrestling Blair this year. They're not even Blair. They didn't wrestle them last year. But either. their typical four are Blair, St. Ed's, Ironman, Ohio State's. Those are the big four. Mm-hmm. And Coach Jordan's like, Basically, finances, it's ex- really expensive to take the whole team. We take school buses pretty much everywhere we go, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
Any thoughts there? Uh, I mean, it's other schools find a way to do it, right? I think it's um, it's sort of a shame. I mean, maybe in this day and age, we are um, we are so fortunate that we just take it for granted yeah. that. We get premier matchups all the time. Blair travels everywhere. Clovis flies across the country. Buchanan flies across the country. Wyoming, Bergen Catholic goes to California, and so we're in this state of mind where everyone uh, should travel. Well, they, they all they all they all travel. They all can travel. They all have the money to travel, um, and they put it on the line. Uh, and so maybe we're spoiled in that regard. But I I, I don't know. They do what they do. St. Paris Graham has some quirks. Jeff Jordan has some quirks in the way uh, he does things. Uh, insanely accomplished coach that turns out Division One wrestlers year after year for decades. Um, but it just seems hard to believe that it'd be tough to have the finances to travel, right? I well, mean, I he get, makes a I gazillion actually, dollars on now. He makes a gazillion dollars on camps, right? Right. But. Maybe maybe that's like maybe but he says Willie, that's my money. But Willie, if you had exactly, he should say that. I mean, if you made a bunch of money on a side venture, should you pay your travel to go to Iron Man? I'm not saying he shouldn't. Okay, I'm saying. Well, I don't. I just, don't, I just wouldn't bring that up. Um, but my question, I, 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 I mean, I, maybe, but wouldn't a school district that, a school district that has been so, and maybe that's the, maybe that's the push point, right? Maybe the school district that's been so significant in wrestling and like, put on the map because of your wrestling program, maybe they should have the funds to send kids here and there. And maybe maybe the school district says, no, Jeff, you are making a lot of money on wrestling. You should pay for it. And maybe Jeff's like, no, I ain't paying for it. You're the school district. We have a na- well, I give you a nationally uh, relevant program. Support us. Yeah. Right? I don't know. What I don't understand, I, I actually get the in-season, not travel, why don't these kids go to Akron, Fargo, Flow Nationals, NHSCA, Super 32? By and large, like Marinelli yeah. went to Super 32, the Moors have gone to Super. But by and large, it's the off-season oh, stuff bef- where I'm. Before the Moors and Marinelli, those kids didn't go nowhere. Yeah. It was bizarre, really. And that they're so good. They're so good, and the only thing they ever wrestled in was Iron Man. They wanted to stay on the farm and train. But what are they training but that's, but for? That's, is, don't no, you feel I, like that's I, I agree. odd? I'm just saying, but that, that's like the chorus, right? Train, train, train. I agree with you, Christian. Like, what, what are you training for? I'm a freshman. I'm training for Iron Man 12 months of the year. <laughs> Go to practice I mean, after you can't Iron even, Man. You can't even say the state tournament. I and mean, then Jeff Jordan says this, right? He's like, we train for Iron Man. We train for, a, we train for the state tournament. Cool, but don't, don't – you can't really count the state tournament. That's like not – that's like not optional. That's that's <laughs> right. That's like <laughs> train for districts, yeah, right? I feel you. Uh, so but it's an amazing. But at the same time, man, uh, their Division One track record is insane. I would. We should do this maybe at the end of the high school season, just like maybe the last ten years high school. You know, Blair. It's gonna be Blair. Maybe Saint Ed, Saint Ed's, but Ed's had a Ed's had an All American <laughs> since for thirty years. Yeah, Ed's has that streak going. That's yeah, I know. Pretty impressive. It's the most insane streak. Did an article on it last year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Dean will keep that going. Now, are we gonna hit a? Who are they gonna? They need? have a few guys, um, like Hunter Ladniar, and like gonna be Alan Hart at Missouri. Uh, but it's gonna Heffernan. be Heffernan at Central Michigan. But it's. Obviously, a lot tough. It's gonna be a lot tough for those guys. They got All-American Dean this year, so he's a lock. So they're gonna extend it this year. But they, Abinator they, had this before. He'll, Abinator, but well, he won't. He'll, he'll be gone, gone too. Yeah, they've he, had these. Oh, you mean before after though, where it's been like, oh, saying that's good, and they still managed to get one. Yeah, I know, but it's gonna get tough. I know. I agree. L.J. Bentley at Pitt. L.J. Helbig. Not L.J. Helbig. Okay, good streak. Would like to see uh, Division One track record. Who's got the best? Okay. Let's keep it moving. Where where we want to go to next, boys? I don't know. Let's take some questions. Questions from good question time from our loyal listeners. Let's begin with. I think this is a great question, though. Someone replied, "How stupid is this question?" I don't think it's that. I think it's a great (laughs) question. Tougher rebuilding job: Iowa State or Oklahoma? Who replied to that? That way, wrestling heels. Hmm. He's normally all right. So tougher. 
But Nomad had a take right away, but he didn't. We made him save it we made for the him show. Save it. Tougher, tougher rebuild. ISU or Oklahoma? Me and Christian go. Oh, here's a great question. This is off air before the show started. Nomad goes. I think it's pretty clear. My my take is that you have to qualify it because Roselli has a whole bunch of years on top of of Dresser. Like he's already started the process. Dresser's in his first year, and it was and it was it was. A weird situation. Roselli's in his second year, right? Yeah, this is he had a one. He year. had one, one year. year. But but what I'm saying is he had he has more time than Dresser. So you have to qualify it like no, he doesn't. based no. based on no. where they were or right now. No, in right ten now, years, Roselli. He's already brought in a whole recruiting It's not class. who he's gets there faster. The question is not the who question gets is there. who had the tougher job when they got to where the, they are. The question is in twenty years or ten years we can say who did a better job. And what was the situation? I mean, the question is, you're getting all off. Who, what is a tougher rebuild job? It has nothing to do with who got a one-year start. Yeah. I would it's, say... It's Iowa State. Why? One, the Roselli's got a year on. Two... That doesn't oh, matter! Let that me finish! It doesn't no. matter! Let me, yes, it does. And let me finish. Two, Iowa is a worse high school wrestling state right now than Oklahoma. And... Three, I mean... How is that number one, your number one point? I was just going in Continue. order that I thought of them. I think number one should be there was a lot less talent on the roster at yes, Iowa State when Dresser that, got there than Roselli at Oklahoma. Is that That's true? That's the third one. Is that yes. true? Yes. What What was the talent at Oklahoma? Yeah. They qualified five guys last See, year. What yeah. was the talent? They, you they don't had, think Iowa State will qualify five guys? No. They might. Who? Parker Store. Parker and Store. Um, yeah, seriously. Okay. I don't know. Uh, they'll get... <laughs> Harrington's going to qualify for sure. We're at three. They'll get five. Colbray will qualify. Um, who, listen, who even cares about qualifiers? You're yeah. talking about... Talent. You're talking about bottom of the... Because you're that talking is about barely qualifying. And when you talk about Oklahoma having all this talent and they qualify five guys, who they qualify? Ooh. Mike Longo? David Jeffries? Willie, I mean, th these guys are number four in America. Willie, when you take over a program that's either needs to be talented. turned around or has never been around, that's like the first thing is got to qualify guys for NCAAs. Then the second thing is get guys on the podium. They got like five. that is a natural progression. Having so Mike Longo and Davion Jeffries as NCAA qualifiers and the Dixon triplets as NCAA qualifiers, whatever they do. That is not going to be the litmus test. Uh, that's not going to be the thing that we judge Lou Roselli on in five years. Jared no, Deegan's going to qualify. Not, but that's the progression <coughs> you have to start on. I, I think no, it's not. I was. It's not the progression you have to start on. What do you want to have a national champion year one? No. What? Ta talent is not just qualified. First of all, they have Austin Gomez, Marcus Simmons, Ian Parker, Canis. I. If you compare talent this year to Oklahoma's last year, I bet Iowa State, Iowa State has, more, has talent. more talent. They have more talent. Mm. That's not even arguable. Look, it pull up roster, pull up Oklahoma's roster last year and start l naming me a Canaan store like talent. Name me uh, Lou Roselli and Kevin Dresser. Let's let's be clear like here, Nomad, because you're you're Dante talking, Rodriguez. You're talking stupid. The, Lou Roselli and and Kevin Dresser's grade is not going to be made in year one or two or three or four. It's going to be made in year eight. So having qualifiers in year one don't mean squat. I don't think anyone said... Well, the reason we brought Duh. that up is because we were trying to say, like, they had a better base to build on when they got there. But that's not yeah. true. So I'm just throwing that out right now. One, that's it's not, not true. true. Two, it doesn't matter. It's debatable if it's true. Highly questionable who yeah. had more talent. Not really. You keep saying Mike Longo Mike, beat Kane and Store. That's this exactly year. what I was just about to say. You keep saying Mike Longo versus Kane and Store. Like Mike Longo beat Kane and Store. Mike Longo's most inconsistent ago. wrestler, maybe in America right now. That uh, guy will. My point in bringing up Mike Longo is that, what well, he's a senior this year, correct? Yeah. Okay, he's gone after this year. It just Mike Longo is not going to matter in Lou Roselli's ultimate no if, if he's ultimately successful no, no one, one said, said that. that but you still like there's still a progression and that progression starts with getting guys to ncaa's like of course his year one how many guys he qualified for ncaa's will not matter in 10 years when we so go back and look and give him why a you, grade why are you using that as a because that's where that's the first building block that's where you start that's the only iowa information state, that we have right now iowa state was a mess last year yeah no, if, listen, if you're talking about... Earl Hall had to get a wild card. I'm they not, I'm not even talking about that. Out. I'm just talking about, like, so Jackson leaves in the middle of the year. The Paulsons come in. They have all this drama with Pat Downey.
they, one guy qualifies automatically. They, I mean, they I were. I think nobody did, actually. I thought they had. No, Harrington qualified. Harrington qualified with a losing But anyways, oh. they, like, they're losing recruits. Guys are decommitting. They I never understood that, that class. to begin with. Did I say that on another show? I never understood that, right? What? Like, why? Why you decommitted? Ke- you sign up for, <clears throat> you sign up to go to Iowa State because when Kevin Jackson's the head coach, but then Kevin Dressers gets named the successor, and you decommit. It's really looking for a dumpster fire. I well, mean, no, of no offense, no yeah. offense to Kevin Jackson, but Kevin Dressers' track record of a head coach in the NCAA level. It was the Paulsons. It, 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 yeah, that was what. Okay, no offense to the Paulsons either, but that's bizarre. Well, yeah. the kind of really, surprising part to me was that they decommitted before they knew who the next coach was going to be. Right. What if Kale came back? To well, I'm not not Kale, but I mean, you'd think you would at least see well, who was going to come in and talk to the guy. Like uh, Gomez immediately decommitted, but then he listened to Dresser, and then ended up going there. But I, I mean, I think that's the route. I think it, it was, was sort of a process. knee-jerk reaction, maybe. Yeah. But I still didn't understand it. And Willie, I mean. I mean Wrestling, I feel like wrestling more so than almost any other sport, the kids commit to a coach. They don't necessarily commit to a school. They're like, I connect with Jackson, or I connect with Paulson, like Trent or Travis. Like, that's who I connect with. And when that guy's gone, I'm looking for a new connection well, with the I coach. mean, don't they have parents, though? Don't they have parents that say, uh, why don't you wait until you see the next who the next head coach is? I think they and do maybe that. Maybe those parents did, and the kids didn't listen to them. Like, we don't know that. <clears throat> okay. Can I, how do I spell it out? They, they they get rid of one coach. One coach leaves. A better one comes in, and the kids decommit. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Well, what most I, of them did. Here's the timeline. Jackson leaves. They all decommit. They all decommit. Gomez was the first domino. They all decommit, and then, you know, you do that for different reasons. You don't you don't just do it because you do it to kind of let the world know you're open, right? If you keep your not that people were probably stopping calling, but it's kind of a way to. You, you can see your options a little bit different. Maybe, maybe it was a way out. You, you made a bad commitment, and you're like, "Well, this could be a way to go somewhere else." But like, you know, for Jake Allar, it, it made Allar, Allar, Ethan Smith, Allar. It made sense for him to go to Minnesota for clearing because at the time, for when Allar committed, it, it it looked like you know they could get Bergie. Well, no. For Minnesota, like, you know, they had Larry Early. They had some That's other right. guys. It yeah. was like, where's he going to fit? And then those guys all left and freed up some money, and then he could go to Minnesota. And can that I, just, can that I just read this sense. off real quick? Yeah. This is the guys that Lou Roselli inherited at Oklahoma when he got there. Okay, Dwayne Barnes, um, Dalton Duffield, Clark Glass, Davion Jeffries, I believe Brad Johnson qualified a couple times, Ross Larson, Mike Longo, Yancey Mejias, Christian Moody, Matt Reed, the Thomas Twins from California who have been pretty solid this year. I mean, that's not bad. It's not that's, bad. That's, who's placing? I just, I'm, okay. There's a, the, I mean, there's something to be said for having a base of talent, right? Yeah. I mean, that, well, I, we're just talking about, I mean, we no. talked about who inherited more talent. That's why I brought that up. Because when, when you, you asked who was there. I when you're talking about... Are you asking about the room full of talent, or are you asking about the one singular guy who could place the highest? Like, yeah, of course. No, man, you're off your rocker. When we're talking about... But when, when the cut, the, the question is, what's tougher rebuild, right? We're spending too much time on what's there. We, we, you need to... And the tougher You should be talking about talent in state. You should be talking about funding and how much uh, su- support there up. is from the... Thi- from the uh, Institution, you should be talking about talent base in the state. You should be talking about brand, right? Um, what has a Facilities. better brand? Facilities. So here's what I'll well, say. Let's not talk about. Um, they have some guys that might qualify. So we brought up all those things too, though, Will. Okay. No, you didn't. So I'll I literally say, said I was in a worse shape than Oklahoma as a high school okay, state. Okay, you talk about that more than Matt Reed. So I, I think you keep changing the goalposts. Comparing yeah. the two, comparing the two, you look at in state. Oklahoma. They're both. Not only is Oklahoma's a better wrestling state right now than Iowa, but Iowa has sh- Iowa State, excuse me, has shown an ability to get guys from out of state more so than Oklahoma has. Very true. For for reasons, are those Iowa State reasons, or were those Kevin Jackson, Trent Paulson reasons, Travis Trent and Travis Paulson reasons? We, mm-hmm. That we won't really know. Um, so that's one item. Facility-wise, both are tops. Well, yeah. 
Both are like these, these yeah. are good points. Oklahoma these are, has an amazing room. Iowa State, amazing room. Yep. These these are the real reasons why to differentiate which program is tougher to uh, rebuild. And but you talk about getting guys <coughs> out of state. Roselli, as soon as Roselli came in, he got guys out of state. Yes. He got Hoskins. He got Demas. He got Woodley. Yeah. He got Boyd. Mantanona. Mantanona. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think they're both going to be able to. Um, they both seem like they have great support. Honestly, yeah. it, it's tough to differentiate. I my gut is that Iowa State's probably the tougher rebuild. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this too. I think this is a factor. Uh, well, when I say brand, right? Because yeah. Iowa State is Iowa's little brother, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma, same thing though. Same thing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but the they got that, that syndrome. But the s- overall school prestige, o- Oklahoma has a much bigger, yes. bigger brand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Football school, there, there's there's a lot going on there at Oklahoma. Plus, I feel like I don't know what the situation with the alumni is at Iowa State, but the alumni at Oklahoma they give a lot. Really? Well, Iowa State, I think both, and I think I think there's so many similarities between these programs is why I thought it was such an interesting question. Um, because I think they are both well supported. Kevin Dresser has, I mean, he's raised all kinds of money already. Yeah, they've got a. They're both dedicated to freestyle. They've got dedicated, you know, they got Metcalf. They brought in Guerrero at Oklahoma. So it's tough to like. You have to really get in tight on what makes them. Ultimately, I think it's they're very similar. Talking I, about the in-state talent too. The the thing that Oklahoma didn't do past few years was keep the in-state talent yeah all went to cowboys it all went to either oklahoma state it. or it was leaving the state i mean the, right it, to the extent that to, to the extent that kids want to go be backups. blue chippers would be yeah. black backups i mean you got boo Allen. you got boo and kg feller now we saw <clears throat> they landed literal last year that was big right That's and i know oklahoma, oklahoma state has like log jam kind of there so maybe that helped but still you're keeping a four-time state champ at home so yeah, the the that's gonna be R- Roselli's big. That he's got to be able to get Oklahoma guys. Does he have an Oklahoma person on his staff? Lightner, yeah, Lightner, that's huge. I think. How about Lightner's? How many different staffs? Now? I think yeah. the hardest thing in any college sport, like as a college coach, is to go to a situation where you are number two in your own state. Like that's why the LSU job was always described as this amazing job because you're in a talent-rich part of the country where you are the only game in town. As opposed to Texas or, or Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, right? the difference with wrestling is you don't need. Um, y- y- there's only ten guys that are they're gonna start for you, so you just need to pick off a couple. Yeah. You don't even have to win that in-state battle. You just gotta. Well, it's increasingly keep it t- even-ish. the better the better job that Schwab does. The more difficult it is for Dresser too. Yes, that's that, another. That's thing. a good point. Right. I mean because. Especially with depth, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're. T- what can you tell me, high school wise, about Jay Schwarm, Jacob Holschlag, and Drew Foster? What? What can I tell you? Yeah. Well, they're all from Iowa, and they were all okay. Foster, the year I mean, before, was a sub five hundred guy in college. I mean, that's incredible. Th- these are the guys that Iowa isn't. Aren't getting too. These are the guys that Iowa could. I mean, could what would Iowa do with a Jay Schwarm right now at 125? What would I mean? What would Iowa do? I mean, with an All American 84. Yeah, that changes things up. Foster. I mean, um, so yeah, so bodies. You and I is taking solid bodies, and they're also developing guys because you know Drew Foster wasn't a world beater in high school. Here's another thing, Will, that you made me think of with the the you and I Schwab uh, comment. Oklahoma, like uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, have a much better relationship and feeder from the Oklahoma um, community college system. And Iowa's got like Grandview and and D three and D two schools that kind of can pick off some of the lower level guys who are like, well, I might not be an All American D one, so maybe I want to be, you know, instead of being a starter at D one, I want to be an All American D two or D three in Iowa. That even that kind of like I know it's not a lot and it may seem dumb, but that even that kind of picks away a few what? guys here and there. Why don't we? I mean, that's sort of a, that's a good point, but uh, 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 a tangential topic is that why don't we see more 
D1, D2, NEIA, JUCO guys go D1. I mean, there's some proven guys. That heavyweight at uh, Lindenwood wowed everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you don't see it. Um, I mean, the obvious answer is academic reasons, mm-hmm. right? You can get eligible for a school here. Maybe academically it's a better fit for you than uh, a D1 program. There's just more rigor involved. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's difficult to get into Penn State, right? It's academically. I'm sure it's not. Um, I'm sure for a kid that had to go to JUCO, it's not easy to get into Iowa. But when Iowa sees and Penn State sees, well, Penn State saw late, right? But to, oh, we're gonna have a problem until so and so gets here. We're gonna have a problem until Busiello gets here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. We might have a problem at 25 until. Until Spencer Lee's, you know, we're going to redshirt him. Why don't we why don't we pluck this JUCO national champ for a year? I mean, and it could be apl- that could be applied to all 77 Division I co- uh, uh, schools when they see a lineup spot that might be problematic. Why aren't they getting these NAIA JUCO guys? Um, well, maybe it's because it's too difficult to get in school. Maybe it's because they don't trust it, right? They, they were coached. And they're wired a certain way that doesn't fit our program. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think you should see it more than you do. Well, uh, I'll say that. Well, like, there, I did hear some coaches at CKLV like, after the tournament talking about how they need to start doing that, attacking the, the JUCO route more, trying to get – like Jacoby Smith, right? Jacoby Smith was always supposed to go to Oklahoma State. He was in the recruiting ranks. Yeah, but did, Jacoby Smith – I know, that's a different case. Jacoby Smith's an interesting case because this is what happened. We love Jacoby. We love Jacoby. We love Jacoby. Jacoby can't get in. Let's put him at NEO for a year. I don't even think is he couldn't get in. I think it was a it was a money sit. I mean, I guess couldn't get in. But I don't think it was like a great. I hope we do see people start attacking the JUCOs more. Yeah, they should. Interesting. Yeah, they do it in football all the time. It's a huge yeah. thing. Yeah, they do. It's huge in college football. Yeah, man, because <clears throat> I mean, did y'all watch Last Chance U? Those guys are barely literate, and they get into freaking school. But they have s- no one's doing that in wrestling. You can get those are NFL caliber guys that just don't have the they, grades or they the just discipline. can't quite read. Right? Do, yeah, but there's not too, <laughs> there's not too many guys in wrestling like that, right? That's true too. I mean, there's not too many guys that that are walking around uber talented in high school wrestling that are. That can't read. Well, because you can't do the same things in wrestling you can do in football. Like, in football, there's it's so off football and basketball, there's so many times where the kid just gets passed along and gives them cupcake classes and have guys helping them out. That could be true, where too. Where wrestling, it's like, you're you're a student who happens to wrestle. Go go to class. That's true, too. Yeah. So, I would like to... Um, that was like fun. To, that was great. That was fun. Wait, what... Fire discussion. All right, so y'all two say Iowa State. I do say Iowa State. I do, too. What do you say? What? Tougher rebuild. Iowa State or Oklahoma? It's not by a lot. I, uh, I oh my gosh! Thi- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're. I think they're freaking even. And I think, waffle I think, Willie. What? No. Uh, yeah, waffle Willie. I never speak my mind. That's my problem. I don't speak my mind. Uh, just. <laughs> I, I think they're about even. Oh. I don't think Kevin Dresser is gonna have. It. He's gonna do fine. I think Luzelli does fine. I don't think there's. That any. wasn't the question, but everybody wins the national title. Yeah, everybody's number one. I would say Iowa State's a little bit harder. There we go. Boom. There we go. You just lean on that fence this this way. That was a good job. <laughs> All right. So I would like to begin a topic that is hmm. where we're gonna go around roundtable discussion. What are the three your three biggest takeaways from the first month and a half, two months, we'll call it, of the Division One season? Um, I don't want anyone to do their entire list at once. Maybe we'll, we'll just go one at a time. Let's, do, let's uh, snake draft it, maybe? Snake draft. Let's start with Bracky. Okay. okay. Bracky, you're on the clock. Let's snake draft. Yeah, this one, um, direct shot at Willie. Um, Drew Madden should have been on the 2018 big board. That's his take. Okay, Th- yes. That is, that is probably the biggest take. Don't worry, I have more that That's are the biggest take. Of the, that's no, Kyle's it's not biggest my take big, of the, It's not my it. biggest. It's just one of them. Okay, you are right. I was wrong. Thank Next you. Topic. That's all I needed. I'll wow. stop now. I'll stop now. Okay. That was quick. Um, more freshmen should start right away and save red shirts for later. I like that. Not a bad take, I don't think. Mm. I think that's a pretty good take. That Maybe is a good take. That's going to be a tough take to top. It's a good one. It's almost alliteration. Austin DeSanto. Dang it. Is the so most alive. electric man in America. 
and maybe the most popular wrestler in America. I literally had Austin DeSanto as an electric factory. He, <laughs> I seriously think he might be, if 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 his approval rating, the <laughs> highest of any wrestler in the country. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes, people love him. People love this guy. I tweeted before, before the season started. Right, I tweeted, he's the people's champ, and he is. People love him. Okay. Um. I had a similar thing. My first one was a similar thing uh, as Nomad, but my my take is it's very interesting that we have the Yannis and the Reds and the some of the other upper echelon elite blue chippers, but to me the story is the freshmen that weren't considered blue chip, and I don't know if you count Austin DeSanto among them, but the Taylor, the Taylor Venses. The Max Deans, you know, um, they're coming out. Even, even Taylor Lamont. I, Taylor Lamont's not supposed to be six as a freshman, Mm-mm. you know. And so it's just they're, they're coming out incredibly prepared, and, and they can go as freshmen. You know, what's Taylor Venz now, six as a freshman? Yeah. Taylor Lamont, six as a freshman. Um, uh, DeSanto, all the freshmen are six. I think DeSanto's they're all six. <laughs> Mark of the Beast. <laughs> it's, it's big. Now Max Dean is down a little lower, but he he looks very good in my opinion. Um, so it's not always, it's not just the Yannis and the Reds and the. You love Chad Red. Well, I mean, we're talking. <laughs> love let's talk. Love <laughs> Chad Red. No, no. Let's talk about the guys that were blue chippers that were on every big stage. You talk about Fargo and who's number one and Super Thirty Two. I mean, Yanni wrestled in and won everything, right? It's not all about the Gable Stevensons. Uh, I didn't hear what he said. I don't I didn't know. Say he it. has a, some kind of joke inside his head it. that he doesn't want to show, share with the people. Luke Pletcher. I guess he's not a freshman. Yep, he's a sophomore. But that's my take. That's my first take is that freshman came to bang. Even the, even there's some surprisers. Surprisers in there. What do you? What we'll is? Just, we'll what just, is? We just just don't say freshman came to bang again. You uh, should we talk about? Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, back to you though. Snake draft. Back to me, Snake Draft. One of the biggest <laughs> takeaways, and I know this is uh, duh, but after after Penn State has five champs walk off the mat last year on the last day of college wrestling, I'm saying Penn State's, Penn State's going to roll to another title after this year. One month into the <clears> season, <throat> I have Ohio State as this year's champ. I do too. And barring injury, barring further lower body injuries to NATO. Yeah, and I mean it's not it's not breaking news, but if you would have told me on f- March twenty sixth last year that hey, one week into the season you're gonna have Ohio State as the favorites to win, well Ohio State will be your pick to win. I would have said you're nuts. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's crazy the. The way the dominoes have shifted, Soriano out, McKenna and Campbell in. That's big time. And the fact, honestly, the fact that it's a discussion is the ultimate compliment to Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah. Ohio State's th- ten deep. Ohio State has a super team. Somebody had on a uh, on a message board. They just went like this with Ohio State's ranking: one twenty-five, this, one thirty-three, this. And you look at it, and you're like. Are you freaking kidding me? They're all like top five. Let's just do it real they, quick. They're all top they, ten. I mean, how's this? Has this ever happened? I'm not gonna say names or weights or anything. I'm just gonna say their rankings. One, four, uh, six, five, five, eight, three, two, one, one. So their the their lowest team. ranked guy is projected to be an All American at eight. That's yeah. their lowest ranked guy. They're supposed to have ten All Americans. They could be the first team since that Minnesota team to have ten All Americans. Right. Only mm-hmm. second team ever. And we're st- and it's we're like still so talking. About, we're like they might not win. And we're still talking about a team race. It's insane. I mean, this is classic, right? Five national champs on one team, ten All Americans projected on another. The thing that makes it, it's like yeah, five A's versus ten All Americans. But the problem for Penn State is Ohio State's going to have national champions too. Yeah, they are. It's not like 2000 Minnesota or whatever year that was versus like, you know, Oklahoma State in 2005. It's like, no, five and then maybe three and then like seven others. Yeah. Well, but the interesting thing about 
when I like when I did that every hundred every team scored hundred points article that year there was also either three or four teams that scored a hundred points. What which what is very year? Unusual. So it's like every the year that Minnesota years, had ten. Yeah. So like every fifteen years, this kind of happens where things kind of coalesce in a. I'm not, just saying. Not, not every 15 years. It doesn't just because it happened 15 years ago doesn't mean every 15 years. Ago. What happened in 1985? But go back and look. Go back and look at the. I'm serious. Go back and look at that list. It's re, it's really Nomad. interesting. Nomad. There's, you're saying that like, the year. Like you're saying that the years. year that Minnesota had 10 AAs, there was three or four teams at 100 points. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. One. It's crazy year to year. Like what score wins it or what score would win it? Well, Ohio State won in one year with. Out being a hundred, or were they like one hundred one? No, they had one hundred two, but the second place team had eighty four. So eighty five would have won it. <laughs> eighty five points, which would have been like fourth no, last year or fifth. No, if if eighty four was second place, eighty five would have won it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying you because you only need would one have more. Would have won what? <clears throat> would have won NCAA. He's like, saying Ohio State could have won with only eighty five. Like for example, uh, Ohio State last year. If you took every second place team ever, they would have won like ninety five percent of right. NCAA titles. Right. All right, Christian, your second take. My second take is, you know, it's kind of piggybacking on yours a little bit, but basically, if you do, if you're a college coach, and you are just doing your homework on kids and not just chasing the next highest ranked guy, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you could clean up because of the Taylor Vinces and the Drew Fosters and even the Schwarms. And there's so many guys that are like that. They're out there, but it's hard. You can't just scroll through Intermat and Flow Wrestling rankings. And, Why and would fe- Flow Wrestling be second in that situation? <laughs> you know, because coaches aren't doing their homework. They don't know what the best rankings even are. But, yeah, you're right. It's If you're chasing rankings and the next highest-ranked guy, it's going to blow up in your face. Um, and well, I think I – think, I think, it's funny that you allude to that because that you mentioned like a Drew. Fo- I mean, I because I think or they chase you they, and I does their homework. You know, you, you you go after a guy that's a couple time PA state champ, so you can say you get a PA champ, or a guy that's won uh, wins. I don't know, Super Thirty Two or Power Eight. You're just chasing their accolades. I mean, look how, look how many, look how many. <laughs> you know, I'm a PA guy. I love my PA wrestling, but you what, to Christian's point, you can't just look at accolades. Look at Look at how many PA multiple-time state champs have floundered the last three, five years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a fun discussion, like, and it's one that Willie and I try to have a lot on, like, he's the one on the show, right, where how do you grade kids on accolades as opposed to what their actual potential is, like, their raw potential. For every Luke Pletcher, there's a Peppelman, right? Mm-hmm. No shade to them. They were amazing in high school. Yeah, they're great high school. They wrestlers. didn't translate to college, and like a Luke Pletcher has, and you know, even Haynes, you know, but that's injury a lot of that. But yeah, exactly. I I just think there's a, so much talent out there. You can look at the the landscape and the. But if you're really, if you just, that's why if you just had a guy that was just like in a room, just watching wrestling, calling coaches. Give me, no, this guy is really like going to these clubs. It, it can change your program because you're seeing programs that are doing <laughs> that's this. That's difficult. At a, that's difficult too, though. Because that's the problem. And a lot that, of people. A lot of people. Well, let me call my contact in. Uh, let me call my contact in um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, he works see what, hard. See what they say about Taylor Vens, right? Well, that's a bad example because it's Polson who I would take the advice of. But yeah. um, <laughs> let me yeah, let me call let me call this kid. Let me call my contact in this state. Ninety nine point nine percent. This kid's amazing. But I mean, if you ask yeah. around, you yeah. can. Listen, it doesn't take long to get. So if you press hard enough, you can find out the information you're trying to hear. If if you just just take that first answer and go, he's a good kid. Well, I don't say that he's a good kid. Well, how good? All right, hot take. I mean, not hot take, but uh, takeaways. Takeaway number two for Nomad. Um, my takeaway is that I figured I figured out the. Teams can hide in the first semester. Like, they can just not do anything for an entire semester. <laughs> if you don't do CKLV or Reno and have, like, a light dual schedule, we have no idea how good you are. Yeah. True. For example, such as? Such as? Right now, and I'm not I'm not saying they're, like, hiding from anybody, but just, like, oh, yeah. what, NC State, where are you at? 
They're going to Reno. Raleigh. Yeah, they're going to Reno, but Reno's mostly tends to be back. Do then. they do Scuffle or Midlands? Not this year. They're going to Naples. Going to Italy. Oh, wow. That's crazy. In Missouri, interestingly, they're not, they didn't do Vegas, which they usually do. They're not doing Scuffle or Midlands. They're doing Reno. So you're not going to see. And, those, and the thing about Reno, awesome tournament, one day weigh-in. Yeah. Mm. So you want to so see. Yeah, you want to see guys on two-day weigh-ins. Well, wait, so Missouri's not going to have a. Wait, Oklahoma State's not either. They're not going to have a multi-day weigh-in. And they did Seton that. Hall Pirate was big on this yeah, a couple they, years ago. Oh, my gosh, that. don't get them going. He was going off the rails a couple years ago. They are, they are entering. All right, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're entering but the postseason with no multiple-day weigh-in. Yeah, and I'm not even saying, like, NC State's purposefully hiding, but, like, you can design a schedule where you can hide for the whole first semester, and we have no idea how good you are. Yeah. Which I know how crazy. good you are, Nomad. A third, a second take for one, the one, the only. Well, I did have Tom Austin DeSanto, but shout out to Christian for stealing that. Um, my third one, and it's not reaching very far, but Yanni can beat Dean Heil. Mm-hmm. Yanni can beat Dean Heil. I, th- I think a lot of us think the same. Do you think yeah, he can? Yeah, I know. I was Do you think he can, Nomad? Yes, but that should be a way bigger, like, that's how much, to, to going back to your point about freshman in general or, like, killing it this year, that is a huge thing. A true freshman can <coughs> come in and beat a guy who will walk into NCAAs with a 75-match winning streak. <laughs> who, hasn't lost in, who hasn't lost well, in three years, like, essentially. So we uploaded the Bryce Meredith-Yanni match to Facebook, and, like, I was like, Yanni announces himself to the NCAA world. And they are like, oh, I think he did that when he won two Cadet World titles. Uh, and it's like this is news. such a different game, and like, but that just goes to show, I guess, how much people respect Yanni and think of Yanni. But this is a different, it is a whole different ball game. It's, it, it's, a, titles, it's like people are, think that we aren't aware that Yanni came in with a huge hype train behind him that we helped build. That he has. If Jared McLaren beat yeah. Bryce Meredith, would we be surprised? Yes. He yes. won Cadet Worlds. Yeah. Yes. If, if Mason Manville they beat don't, Imar. They yeah. don't get it. NCA's, Kyle's right. Totally different game. Don't read Facebook comments. No, Shame on just, you. Shame on you. No, Facebook Shame. comments. <laughs> oh, Facebook comments are the worst. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> um, no, man. I don't know if I have a third one. I don't have a third one. I got a third one. I got a few more sitting back my way. I Hold on, go. Well, snake. Brack- re-snake. I traded my pick to Bracky for cash and future draft yeah. picks. Bracky's um, second was DeSanto, so he needs this. Miles Martin has looked. Ooh, that was it. Out of this world yeah. good. He, uh, that was. I know he's done it twice before, but he can 1,000% beat it. I. It's not going to be like the his true freshman title where yes. it was like, oh, my gosh. It's like, no, he might be the best guy. I was yes. thinking Miles. Exactly. I was thinking Miles for my third one, too. But then I was like, what am I going to do? Say that he could win a title? Uh, he's already done that. We already know that he can go with Bo. But, pers- and, but, but he looks so much better. It's like he literally – It's he looks – he's having a, as good or a better year than Bo Nickel. He annihilated Vince. He teched him. He was not even close. Is it just me, or does he look physically bigger? He looks bigger. He pro- well, he's had a little more time to add yeah, size. He's bigger. And he looks just so smooth on his feet. And the he's setups, he's too quick for these guys. You can't go over body with him. He's <laughs> going to throw you. And he made that point after Akron when he won where he's like, yeah, my goal this summer was to be a big, full-size, no-one-can-handle-me 184. And he's that clearly looks like done it. It, is. it worked. I, I have beaten. I've beaten this drum to death. And CP can interrupt me real quick. But like, I really wish we could get a group of people who saw Miles Martin when he was a freshman at McDonough and have them talk about like, yeah, this like, no crap, we saw this coming, because this is like what I saw when I first saw this kid. It's like, yeah, he can be this good. Yeah, anyway, no, I think we all did though. I don't know. I mean, we. I don't all, know about I, this. This good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was. I believed it. He spent his whole life top five in his big board. He, God, he was so special as a freshman. Anyway, top um, ten. Anyway, my third take. We all walked into the year thinking 141 is the most interesting loaded deep weight, and still might be, especially with the Yanni Heil thing. But is 65 the most interesting weight now, especially with? Well, you have. I think you had a couple uh, guys emerge. Well, one, Richie Lewis Richie. didn't emerge. He changed weights. Yeah. But Evan Wick is going to be a guy that's mm-hmm. in these matches with top five to ten dudes. T-Shan Campbell, hammer on top. T-Shan's been even better than we thought. Yeah. Look, we I, didn't know. I, we, 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 had a, we thought that T-Shan could be good. Yeah. He has proven it. We thought that Chance 
might, you know, Chance is amazingly talented, but can he hold up to a seven-minute match, and is he on the we right track? We still don't know that. We still don't I, even know it's that. It's trending that way, though. He's looked, it, he's looked. He has not faced anyone on his athletic plateau or even close to it. Probably the and best person he's you, wrestled has been Winslow. Yeah. And beyond that, McFadden is McFadden is kind of trending in the direction of being in that top top four. I mean, he's obviously like ranked third, but like yeah. being in there. But the other thing, all the top three guys are Chenzo, weight concerns. Imart, who knows how bad like this turf toe thing is? Like maybe he's. He really can't push off, and there's no explosivity. And Logan Massa got hurt at CKLV. Explosivity? <laughs> I like yeah. that. Alex Marinelli. Mar- Alex Marinelli has an 80-pound brace on his leg. Like, he's all ranked, these guys are hurt, too. Alex Marinelli's ranked 12th right now. Explosivity? <laughs> My brain just explosivity I would have <laughs> said explosiveness, but I really like explosivity. <laughs> Whether it's a word or not. It's not a word. That's a fun word to say. We're going to get a cease and desist. on a, Someone's going to have that <clears throat> word trademarked when you get sued. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Cause I think with 41, it's other than Yanni, it's like we know. Basic, we've seen it. We've seen this weight played out. Heil, Meredith, Jack, we've seen it. We've seen it. Ironman even. Well, and if you look at the whole, if you look at every service that does national rankings, all their top eight are exactly the same. Really? Hal, Jack, Yanni, Bryce, Jaden, McKenna, Albert, Red. Yeah, like that was a pre- it's a pretty simple one to rank. Yeah, um, just because of there's been a lot of those guys hitting. Well, so and we're gonna year. see that play out once again. Play us out. What does that mean? Play us out. This weekend with Ironman. Ironman. Okay. Willie, three Willie Pickums. Okay, Willie Pickums. One. Nomad. Nomad. Listen, I love that you think so highly of Willie Pickums that you pin it to your Twitter. You still have one pin from a month ago. Yeah, that should what? probably come down. Well, now it's going to get added. The, the whole point was that it's an ongoing dock. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's a dock. It's actually exactly. we haven't done it since then. No, yeah, <laughs> we just haven't done it in a while. That's why we're bringing it back. All right. Meredith versus Ironman. Ironman. Meredith plus one CP. Next. Hold on, we got to record this here. All right, it'll be tough to remember. You got the dock. Hayes versus Kolodzik. Hayes versus Kolodzik. Or Kolodzik, as Sion would say. Who? Um, Hayes. Give me. Dang. Do I want to be different? For difference's sake, I'll stick with Hayes. I'm still up one. Um, we got to mark these down somewhere. It's not gonna be hard to remember. Christian one time said that he had he kept score for the whole season. He just lied right into the camera. All right, hold on, real quick. Who who did y'all take for Meredith Ironman? I, I took Ironman. I took Meredith. And then we both took Hayes. Heilman versus Thompson. Troy Heilman, Max Thompson. They've wrestled once before. Heilman. Oh, man. I'm going to get so much used laundry from Tony for this one. Uh, I'm going Thompson. Nice. I hope now send your laundry back to <laughs> He's going to ask Tony. for that sweatshirt back. Oh, well. Uh, I I really could have went Kolodzik, too, but I'm sticking with Hayes. I'm sticking with him. All right, go. That's it. I only have three. There's not. All right. It's not that saucy. Well, you could. You got You got more? Throw well, one at me. We don't know who's going to win, but Jack. Yeah, I know, but we don't even have we the We don't same. know who's going to win. All right, that's it. Three Willie pickups for this also, week. Also, explosivity is a word. Wow. That's explosivity? Like the property of being explosive, the degree to which some, something is explosive. Love it. Love it. Oh, that's real mature. Very mature of you, Nomad, to make a face. Explosivity. We don't know if we'll have that explosivity. So here's the deal. Reno. That might be a word. It was used improperly. No, I don't think so. I th- I we don't know if we'll have that explosiveness. It's a quality. It's the property of being explosive. We'll go back, and I think it was perfect usage. That was totally perfect usage. Yeah, he, he nailed it. It's still, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right, but it's also squirrely. Go. You're jealous. You dropped the most random words on this show. Proprioception. Okay, Let, give the man his pro. Uh, we sh- we should talk about proprioception all the time on this show. Okay, that's play us out, Kai. Time, Kai, maybe, you know what? Everybody so, was Kai Ferg fighting. Here's the deal. Next Tuesday, we're gonna do this show. We are gonna do this show next Tuesday. But then from then on, we're gonna be in the wilderness. Who knows what it's gonna happen? There's gonna be an FRL, but the L's probably not gonna happen. 
It's not gonna be live. Yeah, it's gonna be FR. We're still gonna call it. It's gonna be FRR. Go wrestling FR, radio recorded. Hey kids, before the next show, Uh-oh. we got North Carolina, Nebraska, North Carolina, Northern, uh, Northern Iowa, Oklahoma State, Wyoming. All like not normal days of the week to have college wrestling. Because Mondays. Because it is the season. Yeah. Right. So well, be Monday ready. night wrestling. Monday night wrestling. All my rowdy friends are back for Monday night wrestling. Shout Deuces. out to Hank Williams Jr. Shout, Shout out, out to A6. Thank you to A6 for your support. As always. It gives me explosivity. It does give Nomad. He has a 12-inch vertical now because when he wears his ASIC shoes, mm-hmm. doubling in his normal vertical leap skills. Later. <laughs>